Human Trafficking True Crime covers the exploitation of men, women, and children across the world. Subject matter may not always be suitable for children or those dealing with mental health issues. Listener discretion is advised. If you or someone you know has been trafficked, please contact the Human Trafficking Hotline by texting HELP, H-E-L-P, to 233-733. Tonight we take a look into the case of a 16-year-old who went missing. She had her phone taken away after it was discovered that she was communicating with older men from different online platforms that she was using. Two days later, she would slip out into the midsummer night, vanishing into thin air. Armchair detectives have gone wild on internet platforms with various theories. The police have been tight-lipped and the family has endured both criticism from the public and the loss of their child. Is there more to this story? Could the theories be plausible? More importantly, where is this young 16-year-old? Tonight, we give Kaylee Jones the last word. Hello. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Good day. All of our amazing listeners out there in this great big world. Wherever you are right now, whatever it is that you're doing, thank you for being here and listening to Human Trafficking True Crime, presented by Last Word. I'm your host, Shannon Labrie, and with me as always, my co-host, who I bitch about life to, and then quickly (laughs) regain my composure when we start recording. Hello, hello. (laughs) Which is funny because I wrote that, because we always do that, and then we totally did it again this before we started recording. Oh, yeah, we did it. We do it all the time. We should just start it like that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So if you like what you hear and you want to help support the shit up. (laughs) If you like what you hear and you would love to support. the. (laughs) If you guys like what you hear and you guys want to help support us, we really would like a review on Apple It is legit one of the best ways that are going to help us grow our following, which is ultimately going to help spread the word of every case that we cover. So it's free and easy, and you can even tell us what we need to work on because we do love good constructive criticism, but don't get crazy. (laughs) So tonight's story takes us to Carrollton. Oh. Um, Georgia. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was debating if I was going to tell you that right now or later on in the story, but I should clarify for our listeners. Tonight's story takes place in Carrollton, Georgia. There's also a Carrollton, Texas that Mm -hmm. is, I don't know. It's right down the road. Yeah. Just take that (laughs) A stone's throw away. Um, across the pond uh anyways it's not far from us so no megan it's actually Carrollton, georgia okay so i will start and let start by saying that and letting everyone know this case is super new um it really there's just not a lot of details out there i don't know why i'm like um there's so many details y'all no there's not i know okay (laughs) focus No, so there's not a lot of details out there, but 
we're going to cover it the best that we can. And I figured that if anything, we can give the theories that we have um, at the end of it and, uh, you know, our unsolicited, unasked for advice that nobody probably <laughs> wants to hear. But, well, I guess our listeners out there do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so Kaylee Jones is the person that we are talking about tonight. And she was 16 and the youngest of Daniel and Brenda's five children. Kaylee was the only girl of four boys they're all older and they age and range from 19 to 22 whoa yeah so kaylee was actually born jillian page temple and she was adopted by daniel and brenda um when she was around four and they also adopted her older brother so i am not sure um what age the brother was but um anyways they yeah we do know that four older brothers yes got it a lot of kids mm-hmm. and a lot of mouths to feed it's a lot of things to keep track of <laughs> yeah well the older ones are 19 to 22 so i mean we have to imagine they may not all live at home mm-hmm. now know. but they did yes but not i mean you have to think this story is very new i'll get to the date here soon well i guess i could tell you it it was june of 2022 so okay just like a handful of months ago yeah so anyways um so kaylee was born jillian page brenda and daniel adopt her and her older brother and now I couldn't find anything to back these next two statements up, but I do think at this point, because it's in an early investigation, it's important to note um, that they've been reported. So one report stated that Kaylee's adopted mother was actually Kaylee's therapist before she was adopted. What? Yes. Now, again... I could not find anything in my investigation that Mm -hmm. backed these statements up because they came from a social media platform. But anyways, the second statement was that Kaylee and her brother were taken um, out of their biological mother's home because of her live-in boyfriend at the time. That makes sense. Could be. Yeah. Um, Now, since Kaylee is technically still a minor, we can't access any of those records and we don't really know, like, what the situation actually was like. But, I mean, we can obviously assess it was a difficult childhood and, Mm -hmm. you know, from everything I've read, it would appear that she's had a normal upbringing since the adoption. So, Daniel and Brenda have stated in reports that Kaylee was diagnosed with autism and does require daily medication. Uh, I do want to say, though, that, like, everything I read about her sounds like she's super high-functioning, right? She's super into horses. All the pictures that I found of this girl from the time she was little to... It looks like her age now, she's been around horses. Mm -hmm. 
riding them. There's pictures of her cleaning them. You, right. you know. Yeah, it's very great therapy. So. It, yeah, yeah. A, yes, it actually yeah. super is. But also, like, it shows me that she's responsible. Mm -hmm. She's dedicated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to stick with something for that long, especially horseback riding. That's that's pretty huge deal. Right. And so I don't know. I, I just felt like it sounded like she's, you know, super high functioning and pro and is it sounds like she's intelligent. You can't be you have to have a, lo a level of intelligence to be able to maintain and ride a horse and do, like do all of that. Mm -hmm. So as far as like where she is on the spectrum, obviously, I don't you know, we don't have her doctor records. HIPAA. <laughs> um. It does sound, though, like what her character defect may be is that she was a little too trusting of people and maybe a little naive, which okay. I uh -huh. can give you the naive who we're right. all naive at 16, but some people can be more naive, you know, than others. So it also possibly sounds like she could be functioning on a lower age level. She is 16, but every thing I have read regarding like her actual like nothing has been stated about what her actual diagnosis is so there are several reports from her father that she was unofficially diagnosed with a mental health uh with bipolar disorder another mental health disorder okay but unofficially. this unofficially oh. through research done by <sighs> Brenda. Now listen, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> now listen, I'm all about going online and doing your own research, but let's be a little frank here. You, no, you cannot self-diagnose something like that based off of the a Mayo Clinic or on based on some, yeah, okay. questionnaire. Whatever. Yeah. So just keep all this in mind, Got right? Because this is, like I said, a very active case. She's mm -hmm. not been missing for very long. So I'm trying to build up to like the time that she went missing. So in 2021, the family moves from Florida to Carrollton, Georgia. And it sounds like they had to relocate, right? Because of job opportunities, mm -hmm. better life for the family. And let's be real. We all know inflation be strapping your bank accounts. Yeah. Especially in Florida. I would yeah. Imagine. You got to make that dollar holla, honey. So <laughs> I, I can totally see why they <laughs> relocated. Make that dollar holla. <laughs> I mean, anyways, so Kaylee Jones, story really starts on June 12th, 2022, two days before she would go missing in my theories, okay. my opinion, I guess. Um, on this date, Kaylee gets her phone taken away. Oh no. It's always the phone. <laughs> it's always the phone, man. Um, so according to her mother, she found out Kaylee had been using her phone to communicate with strangers online via Snapchat. Oh, no. Snapchat. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, it's, uh. Okay, so this kid's obviously smart. Yeah. And resourceful. Mm -hmm. So she gets her phone taken away. What do you, what would you do? 
Use my friend's phone. Or? My computer. I would use my computer. Nah, I don't think I'd use my computer. Well, for a 16-year-old? Yeah, I, I guess, yeah. I'd go to my friend first, probably. Right. Okay, well, she goes to her computer. And she starts using that to communicate. Oh, my God. So it would appear, by all accounts, that for the next two days, everything was normal in the house. So on the night of June 14th, Kaylee says goodnight. And at some point in the night, leaves her bedroom and is never, never seen again. Ugh. Yeah. So in the following morning, Brenda wakes up, notices her daughter's not in her room, and she's gone. So she calls the Carroll County Sheriff's Office. And I actually want to play a video clip from her father that he gave to Fox 19 Now. My daughter is Kaylee Jones. Uh, she's 16 and a half. Almost 17 years old. Take a good look at Kaylee Jones. So I was here at work and uh, my wife called me about 7.15 and she said Kaylee was gone. Her parents haven't seen her for about a week and it's hard for Daniel and Brenda Jones to go to sleep at night wondering where their daughter might be. And it's just gut-wrenching knowing she's out there somewhere and we don't know where she's at. All the worst thoughts come to our minds. She's our daughter and we, we desperately want her back. Um, she is a... She has a big, huge part of us. And Kaylee is autistic. And because of that, her parents are afraid their daughter was more vulnerable to any online predators. My wife found that she was talking to us like four or five different guys via Snapchat. They took her phone away on Monday. And by Wednesday morning, Jones was gone. Without her phone on her, it's making it more difficult to track her down. You never think it's going to happen to you. We, I, I tried to, you know, run this and enforce this and reinforce this with the, with in her mind that she she cannot trust whoever she sees it's a message for parents out there keep an eye on your children's use of social media so that they don't become the next target they prey upon these these kids and it's sickening the carroll county sheriff's office says they are reviewing jones's social media records and followed up with the last persons she had contact with they are still actively searching for Jones and hasn't ruled out possibilities on what may have happened leading up to her disappearance. Now, that was Daniel Jones in that video clip from Fox 19 on June 21st, 2022. That okay. would be a week after Kaylee went missing. Mm -hmm. Then in a Daily Mail article published July 5th, Brenda stated Kaylee went missing once before the previous February, February 2022. So, oh. yeah. According to the mom, Kaylee had gotten upset for having her phone taken away. Again. Well, this I would be before. Before. But we don't know. How many times before that? Right. Now, it's unclear in this article, like, why Brenda took this phone away on this particular occasion. But Brenda does go on to state that they were working in the yard. She took the phone away and Kaylee walked out of the house as a result. Now. Whoa. Okay. That's, that wouldn't be my first reaction. I don't know. 
wouldn't be mine. Like but. walking out of the house after I my phone's taken away. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I would just go to my room, slam my door, and then get my door taken off the hinges. <laughs> I don't right. Because that's the natural progression. For right, me. right, right. Well, I mean, I trust me, I definitely <laughs> would agree with that. Um, it, we do know she has autism, so we, we have to factor that in, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Um. So anyways, she, she walks out of the house and gets lost at which point she gets into a car with an older woman who took Kaylee home and called the police. Oh my God. And then they ultimately took Kaylee home about four hours after she walked out. So her mom, Brenda, says scary that she, a quote, scary that she got into a stranger's car. So glad the stranger was good. You think? Yeah. I mean, wow. right. So we know this incident happened. She may be book smart, but she might not be street smart. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially if she is functioning on a lower age level. Right. Right. We have to consider all of these things because we just don't know. Um, I do think there's some other things, but we can talk about that later. But it also stated in the same article um, that the family had pleaded with the sheriff's office to issue a Maddie's alert. First of all, didn't even know what that was. Yeah. What? So a Maddie's alert is the state of Georgia's, um, their statewide emergency alert for disabled or elderly persons. Oh. Now, when I read that, I kind of questioned like why, okay, I get it. You're going for that because she has, you can work the, the, the disabled angle. She's not an older person. However, why not go for an Amber alert? Right. Why start there and then not? Right. I do know Amber Alerts obviously are like the criteria to qualify, if you will, is insane. Right. But which is also funny. Alert would be faster, brighter, easier, easier, which is what I'm guessing is why they went that route. Um, But speaking of Amber Alerts. Oh, yeah, the two we got today. That was insane. Yeah. I think it was the same same one. Though. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm a horrible person for this being the case, but I was at work, and they went off, and I just, like, was busy doing other things. And mm-hmm. then, you know, like, when you have your, like, notifications on, and then you open your phone, and then they go away, and yeah. you're, like, because you're open, say, like, you're opening your phone for something else that you need, like, right then, so you're not thinking. Mm-hmm. And I know you can, like, go back and look at them. I never do that. And then I forget. I I never do. I don't know. But I, this one was interesting to me because the name of the person caught my eye. It was like a very interesting name of the girl. Oh, really? It was like, yeah, it was something like, uh, Sailor. Yeah. Sailor Tucker. That was such an interesting name. So it is a cute name. Yeah, um, I did hear about... Yeah, I saw those. Yeah, which, funny, 
because I feel like, and I know we're going off on a tangent, but I feel like this has happened a few times when we've recorded. It has. Yeah. It happened at least once. Very interesting. (laughs) So they unfortunately didn't get any alert for Kaylee, like at all. Okay, because I was just about, that was going to be my next ask, is, is None. if there was anything. None. There was no alert given. Now, the police did search Kaylee's house and the room, and obviously, we know that they've taken the items. They're, you know, going through her stuff. So, it was stated in several articles that Kaylee left her house without her phone, right? Mm-hmm. Mom and dad have her phone. Her laptop was also left behind. But the interesting thing that I read was what she took. Okay. She took her bank card, her social security card, her birth certificate, and somewhere between $30 and $50 in cash. What? Along with two or three outfits and possibly a pair of shoes. It also stated that it's possible she took a backpack and they do have a picture of that backpack. So I will post that on our blog, but her bank card, but more importantly, her social security card and her birth certificate. Yes. I would also like to state that, uh, what 16 year old do you give birth certificate and social security card to? That is a, very good question because I'm going to be honest. I think I was like 23 when I was like, uh, I need my birth certificate. Yeah. And I think at that point, my mom's like, I'm done. Like, yeah, this is your exactly. responsibility. Now. I never even see, saw mine, touched mine, looked at mine until I needed it for my first job. Right. <laughs> Which was at 20. Yeah. Okay. I got my first job at 16 and I remember get, having to ask my mom for it. And had to give it right back. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then when I got another job when I was 18, same thing. But I don't think I physically took possession of my social security card until I was about 23. Right. Do I know where mine is right now? No. I do. I don't. (laughs) I do. I kept it in my wallet for a really long time. Absolutely not. And I realized that was probably a bad idea. So I took it out and now I don't know where it's at. Oh my, (laughs) Megan. Okay. We have a lot to talk about my friend. Okay. Also, because I feel like this is maybe something you do. Most definitely. It's probably something your mother does because my mother does it. And I'm sorry, mom. I'm going to rag on you hard because you're not alone in this. Women. Men, whoever, I don't care. You got a satchel, you got a purse, you got anything, and you're anywhere where there's a cart. For the love of God, do not put your purse in the cart. Hold on to it. I don't care how inconvenient it is. I don't care how heavy it is. (laughs) Maybe unload your freaking Mary Poppins bag. (laughs) But that is legitimately the number one target of theft at grocery stores, retail stores, like Women are just so, I mean, I, I get it, but I, I'm very adamant about absolutely not. So like I, I have a backpack purse, so I'm all good. Right. I always do a Mm crossbody anyway. Yeah. I just, (laughs) another tangent. I know. So (laughs) I still understand why she has that. I don't know. I don't either. Maybe because she was adopted. Maybe. But wouldn't your, then your, your parents become your legal guardian. I, I have no idea. Maybe she hijacked it from them. 
That, that is a good question though. Mm. So we will have a picture of that backpack on our blog. Now, like I've mentioned, this case is only two months old. Mm -hmm. So there's not really been a whole lot of information in the way of like the investigation. Um, but what has come out is that Kaylee had been communicating with several men on her phone through Snapchat and she was using a web platform service called, and I'm most likely going to butcher this, um, Omegle. Oh, Omegle. Omegle. Yeah. O-M-E-G-L-E. Yep. Yeah. So you've heard of this. I have, yes. What have you heard? I'm pretty sure it's the site where you have different videos pop up and it's different people in different, like in their own houses with webcams and you like chat with them for a little bit and then you can like hit a space bar or the timer will time out and it'll pop up a new person. Interesting. I didn't read any of that, but well, that I might be sounds, about the wrong side. no, okay. I mean, it would make total sense, right? They mm -hmm. just didn't specify like, well, now that actually, okay. So let me, I had, what I read about this site is that it was basically a free online chat platform that connects you with random people mm -hmm. and you quote unquote socialize which is the kicker, yeah. like users don't like, they don't have to register. No. And like, you can do whatever, like you can, most people that I've seen, they are musicians and they're singing or you just pop up and it's like a group of girls and they all scream and then hit the space bar. Okay. So either way you're communicating with yes. people anonymously. Mm-hmm. And what I read was that you can use names like you, stranger, stranger one and two in, in the case of spy mode. I think I don't even understand what the hell that means. Like, but to be honest, everything I read about this site was absolutely disgusting. And the conversations that people have or have yeah. had on those sites or the, th like, which that would make sense. Like going into like maybe what spy mode is, right? Mm -hmm. Like you don't turn your camera on or you're just yeah. chatting or something. I don't know. But and I think it is that one, but I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure it's it that's the same site that I'm It probably most likely is. So she's on this Omegle. Is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. Omegle site. Either way, you're sixteen. That is app like Yeah. No. I which is also tenfold hilarious to me because I totally was not allowed to have an AOL aim chat, which I know you're looking at me like a freaking Total, a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, chat. Um, <laughs> but this is like when the internet first came out and I don't even <laughs> think you were born yet. 1999, right? Yeah. I was born. Okay. I was just a baby. Okay. So back when you was a wee young tyke, um, I totally lost my train of thought. AOL chat room. Yeah, so I wasn't even allowed to have an AOL, like instant chat bullcrap, which is like text messaging nowadays. Okay. Um, totally went and did it behind my dad's back anyways. Sorry, dad. Um, but you know what I mean? But my dad's like number one reason of why was because you could potentially have zero idea of who these people are. 
Like, you know what I mean? They can impersonate you. Yeah. And I remember thinking he was so crazy. I'm just talking to so-and-so from science class or, you know, this dude I had a crush on or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? But looking back in hindsight, it's totally right. Like you're 16 and, and possibly a bit less mature. Yeah. That's absolutely like bonkers to me. Um, it's I had just, to fight really hard to get a Facebook. So, I mean, right. Social media is great in a lot of ways, but it's equally as horrible in a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so many negative. Anyway, we're, we can go off on different tangents. So about a month after Kaylee's disappearance, <laughs> One month after Kaylee's disappearance, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, the Secret Service, the U.S. Marshals Service, as well as local law enforcement, and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children were all investigating and assisting in looking for this missing 16-year-old. What? Which that was just two months ago that they got involved. That's insane. How many cases have we covered and they were just like, oh, run away. I'm like, where your brain's going? I know. What? It's nuts. And this person had the the things that you would be like, oh, yeah, a runaway would definitely take that. Well. Right. mm -hmm. Well, I think that they're all getting involved because they must have found something on the phone. Right. Oh, yeah, that would be fair. Or there's something happening that we don't know about. Exactly. So the family has stated that two men Kaylee was in communication with have been interviewed by police. And I should mention at this time of the recording, the identity of these men have not been released. What I Mm -hmm. do know is that the two men that were interviewed, one was a 20-year-old male. And one was a 22-year-old male. Yeah. 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 What? Yeah. So, uh, apparently, apparently, I like roller coasters. (laughs) Have you seen that video? Uh, No. Okay. We're going to watch it later. It's funny. Okay. One of these men relayed information to the police that was I guess a complete bombshell to this family uh Kaylee he told the police Kaylee had um a few weeks before she went missing she had snuck out and had returned home before anyone was like the wiser <laughs> I mean that's fair <laughs> so I know a lot of people have done that <laughs> It is unclear to me if she was meeting this individual that they were interviewing mm-hmm. or if she was meeting someone like completely different. I'm unsure at this time, but either way, she's left yeah. and been returned by an old lady or by the police, whatever. She was found by an old lady and the police returned her elderly person. And she was lost. Right. We air quotes. I don't know. Right. This is, this is the story we're being told yeah. that she was lost and then returned. 
So now we're finding out that a week or so, a couple weeks before she goes missing, she had pulled this shenanigans before and got away with it. Now, had she done it before? Mm-hmm. Not sure, right? Um, her mom states that we had no clue she had done this. Neither did any of her friends, end quote. Now, I just want to follow that up with around this same time. A statement surfaces on the World Wide Web. I believe it was on a page that was dedicated to finding Kaylee. Mm-hmm. And this literally sent like armchair detectives through a wild fire storm of theories and possibilities and, you know, all the things. This person claiming to be one of Kaylee's friends, posted that Kaylee actually ran away the previous February because Brenda and Kaylee had gotten into some type of physical altercation where Brenda ended up dragging Kaylee across the floor. Oh, now, no. Yeah. So I could not find a response anywhere from Kaylee's, like, family her parents regarding this particular statement that went out on the internet um the parents have come out though and have stated that they have been like harassed and ever like since the disappearance of their daughter they've been harassed and they've been scared to release the like any pi information uh out of fear of a backlash that they'll get from the Mm -hmm. internet Oh, you def you know that someone went and interviewed them about that statement. Oh, I'm sure. <sighs> and there's no way to corroborate whether co- cooperate. I can never say that word. There's no way to like verify that information. There's no way to confirm if that person like I don't mm-hmm. I, I haven't I couldn't find anything. I'm sure you can get on and do some, you know, Facebook investigation, but that doesn't exactly cut it, right? <laughs> It's just something we should note. So the family obviously like hired a PI, but it sounds like no real like good information came from that. And the father even stated basically that once the funds were running out and they, you know, I don't think people realize like when this type of situation happens, like how much money you're spending, especially in the beginning, like getting flyers and all the things like plane tickets coming in, food, all of it. Like, Mm -hmm. and then you still have your bills to pay, right? So anyways, he basically states that once they, the money run out, the PI's interest kind of just went with it. So, which is, I understand from a financial point, but at the same time, it's also super frustrating. Like as a human, I would never like okay bro no worries like i'll work on it when i can i will you know assist and help let me find someone that i know i'll keep it on my desk that's probably (laughs) what he said (laughs) i know they did mention that there's several local nonprofits in their area that have been helping them which that kind of obviously is Mm -hmm. trumps over you know the pi being a Right. So they still have help. Piece of crap. Right. Um, yeah. They. It sounds like at this time, yes, uh, 
Carroll County Sheriff's Office made a statement to Fox 5 News Atlanta, and it says, many leads have been followed up on by Carroll County Sheriff's Office, state agencies, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, but none have been substantiated. We are closely collaborating with the FBI daily and working in conjunction with law enforcement jurisdictions throughout the nation. Someone knows something, and we have set up a tip line dedicated to anonymous tips. So if you know something but are afraid to come forward, please reach out and remain anonymous. And then he gives the phone number, which we will have on our blog. It's a very real and active case where we stand. Being very proactive, I guess. I would think, right, if you have that many state agencies involved... I just have a lot of questions, like a lot of questions about this case. But really, I only have two potential theories that come to mind with the information that we have now. I have a theory. Okay, well, I want you to go first. So what are your thoughts? Or do you have any questions on anything? Uh, I don't think I have any questions. Okay, what are your thoughts? Well, I do have a question about her adoption with her brother. (laughs) I have so many questions. I do too. Um, I think that my theory centers around that and maybe her birth mom having some connection with it. And I think she went back to Florida with whoever. Or I don't, I read one article and then I could not go back and find it. But I read that her uh, biological family was somewhere else. But I'm not sure. But when you say back to Florida, you mean going back home to her mom. Her bio mom. Yeah. Yes. So that's kind of one of my theories. Obviously, we speak about human trafficking. So that's obviously my first theory would be either trafficking or abduction Mm -hmm. of some sorts. Now, to me, I see a lot. And I think this is where you're going to like maybe understand like well that we're on the same page probably but okay i just see a lot of like potential human trafficking situations that could have happened or abductions right like so let's start with the fact that she's been ripped from her family home at Mm -hmm. four if the reports are true she met her adoptive mom while in therapy okay Mm mm-hmm I'd be interested yeah. to oh, know. Yeah. Right? I know I, where you're going now. I want to know what she was in therapy for. Okay. Obviously, we're never going to be able to know that because she's mm-hmm. a minor. But she's something obviously happened for her to be in therapy. Okay? Something enough that somebody, whoever that person was, felt it was traumatic enough that she needed to seek assistance, mm-hmm. which kudos to that person. Right. Okay, so that's like already a hard situation. Then you focus on the fact that, you know, we know she's been removed from her home and that's a traumatic experience again. Mm -hmm. So you have whatever reason she was taken out of her home, which is possibly related to why she was in therapy. That's traumatic. Now you're focused. Now, now you are taking this person and her brother out of their, their home. That's traumatic. So now you have two traumatic situations. Right. We don't really know. You know, we flash forward to living with like her now adoptive parents. And we don't really know if we're getting the clear picture on what that home life 
is like were to believe that it it's decent she so I'm kind of like got off on a tangent so you have all these traumatic experiences right and we know her older brother's older I did read reports that her brother like was not in the house so she's possibly isolated mm-hmm. um there's just a lot of vulnerabilities vulnerabilities vulnerabilities. for this young person right i say all this to point out that that's a lot for anyone Mm -hmm. to process let alone a 16 year old and there's no way you can convince me that she has that all figured out she may think she has that all figured out every 16 year old does but she's not there's no way she has processed everything that has gone on in her life so she's clearly like not she has a, a big it's a big green light for a trafficker essentially mm-hmm. they're going to be able to capitalize on that and i believe that if the trafficking trafficking i am struggling with words tonight i believe that if the trafficking angle is the theory that happened i think the person that took kaylee found some way to connect with her make her feel important cared for appreciated whatever it was that she was looking for Mm -hmm. they capitalized on that they definitely did and they connected and she meets this person who knows if it's the first time the second time either way she takes all of her important documents she took her bank card social security card her birth certificate is she could potentially be coached she could potentially want to go with this person willingly but she's not functioning on the level of thinking this isn't you know there's so many different potentials of all of this and i think unfortunately if that's what happened she placed her trust in the wrong person Mm -hmm. and now she's gone out there somewhere play the angle too like oh i can help you find your birth mom right maybe she was looking for her birth mom actually yeah because i just don't get why she would take her birth certificate I don't either. Now, I, it's interesting to me because obviously we know, right? I read from an earlier report that you have all these agencies involved in this investigation. Mm-hmm. One of them being the Secret Service. Right. Which to me was a little odd. Right? Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, don't, I listen. totally understand the U.S. and every other country out there has you know, their agencies, their alphabet letters, if you will, the CIA, the KGB, Mm -hmm. whatever. I don't freaking know. All the things um, that do things, but then they do do other things that we don't know about. However, their website, it's just just interesting to me that they're involved because their website clearly states, we protect our nation's highest elected leaders, visiting foreign heads of state, a national special security events, safeguard the U.S. financial infrastructure and payment systems. Hmm. What Hmm. in anywhere is that stating that you investigate missing teenage girls? Unless you're maybe talking about her missing in connection with With. a political figure. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. This story is super interesting to me. And with all the players that are involved, it it could be a bigger investigation. Maybe we don't know about it. It's just perplexing puzzle, in my opinion. 
And you can go down like a different rabbit hole theories just There's in so that aspect. Rabbit. I have so many like thoughts going through my head. I don't even know. When you were describing everything that was going on and like her her adoptive mom, Brenda, is was her therapist, right? Yeah. I don't know why, but when you said that again, I was like, oh my God, they took her. Right. The thing is, is we can't, I can't back that up. I, that's I just know. story like that I've read online. Nothing right. substantial has said that. Right. But then I was Either just way, like, though, oh yeah. my God, like what if they, what if so, they wanted a girl so bad that they were like, oh, here's this one that we can mold. Oh, and they, they, like, kidnapped her when she was little? They didn't kidnap her necessarily, but they, like... Oh, right. Did they all the legal to... things and then wanted the girl and didn't know how to handle said girl. Right. Or they know. didn't do it legally and they just... <laughs> I, right. I Who know. knows? I that do... was one theory that I was then brought up for me. Right. I do hope that, like, the police are doing a deep... Mm-hmm. You would have to think with all these right. inv- investigative agencies involved, like they're doing that, but they're super tight lipped about what they know. And, you know, with everything, you know, who's involved, all, right. all of it. And to me, with that many people involved, you've got to have some type of information that you can share with the public. Mm-hmm. And at least keep the attention focused on this missing child who most likely was communicating with strangers. You know, like, can you come out and say that? Is that fact at this point? Other than those statements of the police that I read, they haven't come out and said anything. So to me, it's like, can you at least squash the rumors from the parents standpoint? Like, can you, so that we can move on from that? Right. Because Because the other theory is everyone ragging hard that these parents are involved in this case through their body language, through assessing comments that they've made. And don't get me wrong. I fully try to support families of missing Mm -hmm. and murder all the things because they're in survival mode and they're most likely going to do things that look odd i 100 percent can relate from personal experience i can understand that when you are legit in either a life or death situation or a situation that you think someone should be acting a certain way and they're doing something completely like random Mm -hmm. it's your brain right like it's just functioning yeah, on, on like, what you need to do next because you're in survival mode and you're not looking at it in a clear vision. So I don't know. I would just totally be squashing those rumors as soon as they came out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, Why you got to keep that a secret, you know? Right. At least tell us if the parents are involved or if I shouldn't say if they're involved. I think you can let us know for sure. Like come out and make the statement that Yes, she was communicating with adult males Mm -hmm. and we believe X, Y, and Z, or, you know, we want to share X, Y, and Z information. It's, there's just, there's a lot of mystery surrounding this. I also would love to hear from the brothers. Right. As well. Same. Like they, I haven't found anything with them. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I would like to know what, what, you know, 
And I'm sure if we dig deep enough, we can probably find more, you know, I don't really do the social medias. Right. Um, so when I was reading comments and stuff, I'm not in all of this stuff. So I, maybe I need to. I don't know. I just don't really do Facebook. And I'm just trying to like break down the whole Snapchat thing as well. So I'm because... wondering if she like met these people online and then get exchanges phone numbers, but she's trying to hide the communications, right? So you're using things like WhatsApp or Snapchat. Right. Or she met them somewhere in person and got their Snapchats. Or that. Because Maybe she met them at school. I don't know. I don't really friend random people on Snapchat. Snapchat's more for like friends or people that you've met. I don't even... I have the snappy chats, but I honestly... No idea. I, I just don't ever get on it. Yeah. I don't know any. It's just not my jam. It's pretty interesting. I, I mean, mean they're funny when other people are doing them and then you get a laugh, but I don't see the desire to yeah. document every moment of my life. That's just not. Mm-hmm. I would rather live in the moment. I won't have to look at memories. To, like, I'm just going to be present. That's so. fair. Plus, there's enough distractions. So, um, you know, so the theories around the parents are a couple different ones that maybe she met someone, you know, online, like they said, and the argument ensues and it escalates and now the parents are covering it up. Another theory was that the parents are responsible for her disappearance because they traffic, they could have potentially trafficked her out to which I'd be interested to know like yeah. more about their bank Me accounts too. then. Like, yeah. did they have... But then also, would they give a 16-year-old girl access to her birth certificate and social security number? If, I mean, maybe. And a bank card? So, I don't know. Right, but maybe that's just the story they're saying. Oh, yeah, that is. So that they can cover their tracks. Like, I think what they're saying is that the parents sold her... And then they've come up with this story that she met someone online, which would explain the communications that they probably they could have been forcing her to do. You know what I mean? It's just a theory. Either way, the police department owe the public and the family mm-hmm. a statement saying whether or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. If she was communicating with people where they're at in the investigation, now I understand we are super fresh in this. So I will be watching this, but and like following up. But I just I have questions regarding the mental health clarifications. Mm -hmm. You're diagnosing her through your own research. So are you mad? Is she really autistic then? Yeah, that's Or was also... she missed my cuz this is kind of where I'm going with this. She has a lot of childhood trauma. And it's a very odd dynamic to then be adopted by your therapist. I would like to know who who officially signed off on that cuz that just seems like maybe a conflict There's of a interest. Of, I don't yeah. know, but regardless moving f- like on you have a lot of childhood trauma is she working through that is she just acting out she's a 16 year old who's hormonal she's going through changes she's already gonna you know what i mean you already mm-hmm. act out at 16 you're dealing with childhood trauma that you have not processed 
So you're lashing out in behaviors that may be similar to bipolar disorder because she isn't able to express why she's even upset because maybe she doesn't even know. Exactly. It's just buried. So I'm really like there. I would like more than anything clarification on that because that would help me to identify like what her state of mind could have potentially been like in that situation. It, okay. Daily medication. Was she refusing to take her medication? Mm-hmm. Was she hiding taking her medication? Mom finds out it escalates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, another theory I thought was, was she, maybe it was a combination of a lot of things. Was she, not taking her medication because she didn't want it? Was she trying to get in communication with her mother? Or maybe she was in communication with her mother or someone that they didn't want her communicating with? Uh, You know, if it was her bio mom, like that's... Yeah. I I could see that being a huge motive for an argument. But then we do also know that she was communicating with two guys that were in their 20s, so... But that's what the parents have said. The police haven't even come out and like... Well, actually, they have. They, I think they didn't have. they interview with them. Yeah, yeah. The parents. I mm. mean, those are two guys. They, they, the parents stated that there were five people that she was communicating with. Four or five people. Um, I'm like trying to go back through my notes now because it's been a really long day. But <laughs> I do not believe that the police have ever officially stated that she was communicating with anyone i could be wrong i need to go back and look at that that's a really good question i i'm not sure either way that's what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. the police need to come out and make some clarifications there's a lot of misconceptions going on there's a lot of miscommunication and unfortunately it's in their hands and and you want to keep things tight to the vest absolutely understand that it's an investigation but you cannot sit here and tell me with all these investigative agencies that you don't have anything that you can maybe and provide the public. I'm, I'm almost thinking there's too many cooks in the kitchen. And why are there so many cooks in the kitchen? Mm-hmm. Because when that many people get involved. What you, is happening? It's chaos. It's absolute chaos. It, there's no there's no way that that can work, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I just don't, don't think that you can have that many agencies working and... It It'll just be, be super copacetic. Like it's very really, interesting agencies working. So yeah, that's yeah. You know, the things that I want the police, you know, I, I like you had stated, I'd like to know if the siblings have been interviewed or any of them living at home mm-hmm. the night Kaylee went missing. Did or any the of night, them ever take Kaylee anywhere? Or the night that she went to bed on the 14th. Like, I would also like to know who, who have the police identified who the last known person was to see Kaylee besides her parents mm-hmm. claiming that she went to bed on right. the 14th. Like, I like, that's That'd another be- question. Sorry, go ahead. No, I I just had a burp. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's either way. This is a young soul. This is a young person mm-hmm. that is missing, and she's not where she should be. And that's at home with whoever it is that loves her. You know what I mean? Like right. at least that can. We need to just make sure this. this we just need to make person, sure she's this found. young woman is, yeah, found. Um, 
Brenda made a statement shortly after Kaylee went missing in a news statement that said, Kaylee, if you see this and can reach out to someone, please do and let us know you're alive. There are so many people who love you and want you back. There are many of us who would drop everything and come get you if you called. We are all praying for you, sharing your picture, trying to think of anything that will lead us to you. Kaylee's art teacher described Kaylee as talented, funny, sweet, caring, smart, um, and someone who loves art and horses. She is loved and missed by everyone who knows her. Sounds more like a statement Aww. from <laughs> someone that actually cares. I mean, I, I, yeah, usually don't don't they usually when they make statements, they're like talking to Kaylee, right? But they're actually like talking to yeah, whoever took her. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but. in some, yeah, I guess it depends. I, I it's just a, like I said, it's only a couple months new. Yeah, I guess I just um, need to remember. There's a that. lot that we don't know that's going on behind the scenes. Um so we can sit here and speculate a million different ways on a million different things. Uh I mean, I could keep going on and on and about the questions I have. Um, the main focus is Kaylee, right? She's missing and it seems like she most likely has been trafficked. Mm -hmm. If anything, she's out there and is not where she should be or where anyone knows where she is. And that is a potential risk. So Kaylee is described as five feet, eight inches tall, and she's approximately 135 pounds. Uh, when she went missing, it's believed she may have been wearing black sneakers, Converse shoes, and possibly have a dark blue backpack that has a horse on the front with the word Mazzy or Kaylee on it. Which, when I read that, I'm like, do the parents not know what's on her backpack? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyone with information is asked to contact investigator Kim, Kim Biggs at 770 Five nine one six, or you can email her at k b i g g s. So that's k biggs at carolsheriff dot com. We'll have all of that information um, on our our website and the blog. Uh, I do want to say that this case was actually a case suggestion that was sent to us um, from someone that read it and forwarded it along um to me so I did this did not come across so like nice. I didn't know it. yeah so keep your case suggestions coming because <laughs> you know anyway so uh also another little fun update some fine folks were uh asking for some reading material so tonight I want to recommend that if you want to do a little bit of light Light, light reading the human trafficking institute's federal human trafficking report is super helpful um it's their annual report with data from every federal criminal human trafficking case in the united states courts um i believe from the previous year and i do think that because it's from the year and it takes like a year they're kind of like a couple years behind <laughs> maybe get some more people um, anyways, but they're, they rep 
provide this report and they've been providing this report since the Trafficking Victims Protection Act was passed in 2000 by then President George W. Bush. W. W. So direct from their website, it states that a team of attorneys and law students review human trafficking cases in the federal court system each year. Court documents, press releases, and news sources are reviewed, and prosecutors across the country are consulted to gather a comprehensive database that includes type of trafficking cases, profile of trafficker, the details about the trafficking scheme, age, gender of the victim, and district where the case took place, and a bunch of other stuff. So uh, it's not really a light read, if you couldn't hint my sarcasm. It's very lengthy, and honestly, some of it is super legal jargon that I'm like, and I'm done. But there are lots of interesting charts, and you know they do highlight certain things. And then obviously, if you follow their Instagram page, they give out right. information about it throughout the year and stuff, so... Yeah. And before we go, we have our weekly spotlights. First, we have Monique Christine Daniels, who was 15 years old when she was last seen on June 2nd, 1992 in Moore, Oklahoma. Monique is described as a white female with brown hair and brown eyes. She was approximately five feet, four inches tall and weighed around 125 pounds when she went missing. Monique was last seen wearing a men's military style green or brown flight jacket a men's diamond ring with tape on it, and she wore blue wire-framed glasses. Monique has a three-inch scar on her chin, and anyone with information is asked to call the Moore Police Department at 1-405-793-4473. Next, we have Cassandra Ramirez, who was 25 years old when she was last seen on September 20th, 2018 in Bronx, New York. Cassandra is described as a Hispanic white female with brown hair and brown eyes. She was approximately five feet, three inches tall and weighed around 110 to 140 pounds when she went missing. Cassandra has two tattoos, the name Jaden and a tribal symbol on her arms and her nose is pierced. Anyone with information is asked to call the New York City Police Department at 1-719-402-5389. Case number 2018-0427-460. And last, we have David Emerson Jr., who was 35 years old when he was last seen on January 10th, 2015 in Snyder, Texas. David is described as a black male with black hair and brown eyes. He was approximately 5 feet 10 inches tall and weighed around 170 pounds when he went missing. David was last seen in a black pants, a solid white shirt, and black and white tennis shoes with a black head rag. He has a scar on the right side of his face with his tongue pierced, and he has a metal implant in his head behind his right eye. Anyone with information is asked to call the Snyder Police Department at 1-325-573-2611, case number 1502 0073. If you've made it this far, you're the real MVP for listening and for supporting <laughs> human trafficking, true crime, and last word. Don't forget to be loud, bold, and out there about this topic. Stay vigilant, be aware, and remember what the world needs now is love, not hate.